Hi, this is Jackie Cooper speaking. Listen for me on this station when the Zero Hour presents a shortage story. You don't want to miss this one. It's a gas. Hi, I'm Jackie Cooper. Remember how it was a while ago trying to get gasoline? Listen. Honey, we can't stop at my daddy's place. I haven't even written to him in five years. We've been married that long? Seems like ten. Just shut up, Dick. It was your bright idea that got us out here in the first place. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, honey. I love you. I'll do anything for you. Just be sure the old man doesn't talk you out of it. I'll be here as Dirty Dick Siri when the Zero Hour presents a shortage story. Tune in, won't you? This is Jackie Cooper inviting you to listen for me on the Zero Hour presentation entitled The House Call. It's an abnormally good show. Tune in, won't you? Hi, this is Jackie Cooper. I'll be right here as Dr. Edward Goodley when the Zero Hour presents The House Call. Dig this. What's that? Do you hear that? It's coming from over there. Look. Well, who's he? What do you know? It's a stone forest. Look at the size of that cemetery. That's what I was afraid of. What's that? That man. He's digging a grave. <gasps> That's the house call right here on the Zero Hour. I'm Jackie Cooper. On our next Zero Hour, I play an FBI agent who leads a chase through a night fog in which a killer lurks. The story is Escape to Nowhere. Tune in. In the darkness, danger lurks aboard a fog-bound barge. If anything happens to my mother, gun or no gun, Get I'll... Get out there, damn it, and hurry. An FBI man stalks the killer. My name's Jackie Cooper, and I have the role of the FBI agent. Be sure to listen to this chilling story, Escape to Nowhere, the next zero-hour drama to be broadcast on this station. This is Jackie Cooper. In the next zero-hour, I play a gent whose perception of the larceny in his fellow man is tested to the limit. Join me for Fair's Fair, you know. This is Jackie Cooper. In the next Zero Hour, I play Gavin McAllister, a man with many friends. Uh, Daryl, I think Kurt's coming too. Well, my sweet, whack him again. Then get the money transferred to the bag your friend so neatly left us. Daryl, are you sure no one will suspect? I told you, they'll never know. They'll never find Gavin's body, and even if they do, it'll look like his chute didn't open. With friends like that, who needs enemies? Be sure to join us for Fair's Fair, you know. Now, that's the end of the uh, promo cluster. Uh, as you noted, we transmitted only uh, eight promos for the first four days of next week, and we'll repeat that instruction that we gave you before the feed. Uh, the first two were for the shortage story to be aired this coming Monday, May 6th. The next two for the house call will be uh, the episode aired on Thursday, May 9th. The next two 
are for Escape to Nowhere, which will be aired on Tuesday, May 7th. And the last two, for Fair is Fair, you know, uh, will be aired uh, on Wednesday, May 8th. Yesterday, we, tra uh, we fed you two other promos for an episode entitled The Violation. Do not use those. That episode will not be aired uh, next week. Uh, we will have to tell you what will replace the violation for Friday, May 10th, on a conference call at the beginning of the week. Well, that's the uh, closed-circuit conference call for Friday, May 3rd. listening to the Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Kim Weisskopf's twisted tale of modern times. A shortage story. Starring Jackie Cooper. In a mutual broadcasting system presentation of The Zero Hour. Brought to you by the makers of Hallmark Cards, Monroe Shock Absorbers, Nabisco, Kodak, and the Ford Motor Company. This is The Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. with Kodak's Pocket Smile Saver Kit. For less than $30, you get a little pocket camera, color film, magic cubes, extender, and lots more for less than $30. For a limited time only, at your photo dealers. Touch my t with our Smile Saver Kit. You'll see that smile will go a long, long way. From Kodak. I remember growing up, but most of all, I remember Mama. The day I graduated from high school, her eyes looked bright and glad and misty all at the same time. Oh, yes, I remember, Mama. I remember how she cried the day my first child was born, and the love just shone in her eyes. This Sunday is Mother's Day. Remember with a Hallmark card when you care enough to send the very best. In this era of grand crisis, to be extravagant is to be the fool. The words compromise and moderation have taken on larger meanings. But there is one way of the world that remains untouched by all the sound and fury. That would be murder. Today, our story examines the odd circumstances that surround the fate of a common man. Walt Carter, age 55, owner-operator of the only service station on a 50-mile strip of highway along the great southwestern Nevada desert. We call it... A shortage story. Hey, Walt, the truck's here. Tell him to start pumping, Jimmy. I'll be right there. Okay. So I leave all of my worldly possessions to my daughter, Patricia Carter Siri, 
Except for the station and the motel, which go to my loyal friend Jimmy Day. Signed, Walter Carter, March 13, 1974. Uh, that's that. Howdy, Walt. Hot enough for you, Scott? Want a soda or a beer or something? Uh, no, thanks. Listen, I gotta be going. Hey, you can't go before you leave me my gas. I already have. Impossible. You just got here. Ah, Jimmy's locking up the storage tank now. Look, I'm sorry, Walt. Fifty gallons is all I can leave you. Fifty gallons? That wouldn't last me but a few days, even with so few cars coming through here. I know, I know, but I got my orders. Look, if this keeps up, I'll lose the station. The motel's dying as it is. I gotta have more gas. If there was anything I could do for you, I'd do it, but I can't. Now, come on, please, just sign the receipt. Hmm. Better than nothing, I guess. Uh, things will get better, Walt. Pretty soon people be driving everywhere again, and tourists will be staying overnight. You see, it'll all work itself out. I hope you're right. You sure you won't have that beer? No, can't today. I'll be back in two weeks. Two, two weeks? Hey, Scott! Scott! I'll see you, Walt. Bye, Jimmy. You know we're running low on soda. Walt? Jimmy, I want you to go to town and mail a letter for me. Honey, we can't stop at my daddy's place. It wouldn't be right. You're his baby girl, aren't you? But I haven't even written to him in five years. We've been married that long? Seems like ten. Just shut up, Dick. Look, it was your bright idea that got us out here in the first place. You had the gamble away. Don't bite it off. Now, don't talk to me like that. I... You want more? I, I, I'm sorry, Rudy. I love you. I'll, I'll do anything for you. Anything. Just be sure the old man doesn't talk you out of it. Hey, where is everyone? Just look at the place. It's really gone to pot since I left. Go on, get out. You better see you first. We don't want him to have a heart attack. Here I went. Patty! Is that you? Patty. Oh, Daddy, I missed you so much. Oh, baby. Let me look at you. Hey, what happened to your lip? It's swollen. Oh, um, I bumped it on a desk in our hotel room in Vegas. I was drunk, you know. Our hotel room? Uh, Dick's and mine. Oh, I was hoping you'd left that bum by now. Don't start in on me right away. Oh, now, Patty. Uh, we need some gas and, and a place to stay overnight, okay? Well, you can have any room you like. They're all vacant, but, uh... Uh, gas or something else. Hey, Pop, what's holding you up? There's a film station, isn't it? Fill her up. Well, he's still a charmer, isn't he? Oh, lay off him, will you? He's my husband. Yeah, I know. Now, be nice to him. At least try. Dick's mellowed. Well, seeing your family, I guess I can fill your tank. Now, I can't do it for just anyone. We ain't got but 50 gallons. Thank you, Daddy. I knew you'd be glad to see me. <laughs> oh! Oh, that was mighty fine beefsteak, Walt. Mighty fine. Yeah, you didn't have to go to all that trouble, Daddy. Ah, uh, no trouble. We've been keeping those steaks in the freezer for an occasion. And I'd call this family reunion one. Well, I'm just happy that you're happy. Now, let me help you with those, dear. Well, thank you, sweetheart. 
You didn't talk to him yet. I will. Give me a chance. Do it now. I asked Jimmy to give me a hand in here. I never washed a dish in my life. Cracker Bakery. Ritz is celebrating its 40th birthday with a Ritz Blitz. That means you're going to save a lot of money because... I can't see it. I can't see it. The crowd is getting very excited. We're waiting for the Mars Ritz birthday box. We've been told there are money-saving coupons printed right on the box. 40 cents worth for the Ritz 40th birthday. And I, I think... Yes, yes, it's here now. I've got the first Ritz birthday box right in my hand. It is magnificent. There's a coupon to save you 13 cents on Nescafe Instant Coffee. Save 10 cents on Nutter Butter Cookies. 7 cents on Blue Bun and Margarine. And save 10 cents on Snack Made Cheese Spread. Save a total of 40 cents during the Ritz 40th Birthday Celebration. Remember, everything's great when it sits on a Ritz. So look for the Ritz Crackers Birthday Box from Nabisco at your grocer's now. Happy birthday, Ritz. Offer void where prohibited by law. How'd it go? I asked you, where have you been? Ow! I drove to town to get us a bottle to celebrate with. There's your answer. Now tell me, how did it go? Well, not so good. He doesn't have much cash on hand, and I know he wouldn't give it to us anyway. What about the other thing? Insurance? Yes, the insurance. Well, he's got one more premium to pay. It's due next week. That's not too bad. We can stick around if I can stomach his attitude that long. No, we can't. Why not? He knows we're broke. We have to leave tomorrow. Why, that dirty... Shut up! Hey, hey, you slapped me. You know what that means. No, 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 Dick, please. They'll hear... Patty, are you telling me the truth? Now, Dick didn't hit you, did he? I told you I fell in the bathtub. Yeah, I know what you told me. First you kick us out, then you call me a liar. Damn it! What's the matter, honey? Won't it start? Jimmy, see what you can do. Okay, Walt. I just can't wait for us to leave. You can stay, he goes. If Dick goes, I go with him. That's right, Pop. She's my little girl now. Dick Seary, if I were 20 years younger, you I would... do nothing. It's a starter, Walt. Oh, hell. Looks like we both stay. I can probably get a rebuild in town. I gotta go in anyway to pick up a case of soda. Mail this letter while you're there, will you? Uh, oh, have we got enough gas in the tanks for me to fill up the truck? How much we pumped today? About 25 gallons. Mm, I don't know. We'll have to shut down until Scott comes again. Well, I'll take half a tank and see what I can get in town. Now, Jimmy, don't forget to mail that letter to the insurance. All right. I'm scared. What if we're caught? Who's going to catch us? Jimmy's staying in town and the old man's been asleep for hours. Won't there be an explosion? Don't be stupid. That's what the old man's been crying about. The only gas around here is in this can. We'll just have a nice little fire. He gets the insurance money and his loving daughter gets her share of the payoff. If the insurance people ask where we were, I got friends in Reno who'll say we were there. We did leave this place two days ago. I love you, Dickie. Tell me you love me. I love you. 
Now get ready. There. Start the car. Now let's stay and watch. I love a good fire. Well, can't we go? It, it makes me sad. This used to be my home. Hey, there's a car coming. It's pulling off the highway. Let's beat it. Keep the lights off. Step on it. You think he saw it? Just drive. We can maybe get... Why didn't you let me go back? Why? Oh, God, he's dead. Shut up. I'm trying to think. Daddy's dead. Oh, God, we killed him. Oh, God. There was Why? nothing we could have done. The story in the paper says he was killed in the explosion. You said there wasn't going to be any explosion. You lied. Get off my back. This shouldn't have blown up. Well, let's go back and give ourselves up. We can explain. Explain what? That we only started the fire to collect the insurance money? Uh, Get something through that stupid head of yours. The police are looking for us, and they ain't interested in finding a couple of firebugs. We're wanted for murder. complete with the littlest, newest pocket instamatic camera, a roll of color film, magic cubes, extender, carrying case, and everything you need for smile saving for less than $30. The Kodak Pocket Smile Saver Kit. You'll find it at your photo dealers for a limited time only. Show a smile and shotgun. Been reading the papers. You people are wanted by the law, and so am I. How do I know they didn't follow you here, and how do I know you didn't make a deal with them? Wayne, I wouldn't do that. You know me. Now get that car out of sight. Meet me inside the house. And that's the way it really happened. I swear it. Funny, that's not the way I heard it over the radio. What did they say? They had a taped interview with a witness, Jimmy something, uh, Day, Jimmy Day. What did he say? That you planned the whole thing? Said he overheard you talking about blowing up the gas station and the old man with it. That's a lie. We never said that. Well, too bad you were seen. They opened the old man's will today. Looks like you got aced out of some bucks. How can that be? The old crock was broke. We never said anything about killing Daddy. Never. Yeah, well, seems one of the big oil companies wanted to buy that land. What? Well, hell, he was sitting on top of a whole field of raw crude. Daddy never said anything about that. The will says that Jimmy gets the motel and the station, or what's left of them. Looks like he gets it all now. The hell he does. Well, you can't stop him. Oh, no? You still running hot cars? Hey, you're not thinking about going back there, are you? I'm not thinking. I'm going. Uh -huh. 
say we run, then we come back in a stolen car. We'll be caught for sure. Shut up. No, I can't take this anymore. All right, get out. You don't mean that. I'm waiting. Go on, walk. See how far you get. Oh, Dick, I... I'm sorry. I was only kidding. Well, I'm not. Well, no, Dick. D no! That company could be the cops. Over behind where the motel was. Hurry! Sorry, we're closed. There's a station in town that... You! Hiya, Jimmy. Well, how did you... Well, wh wh where... Well, you ask a lot of questions for a guy with all the answers. Hey, now, wait a minute. Shut up. You're a mind reader. You must know this gun is loaded. Oh, now, Dick, take it easy. Why did you lie, Jimmy? You had a good thing going. The motel and the station would have been yours. But you had to get greedy. No, 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 wait. I'm not going to shoot you, Jimmy. I just want you to stand between me and your partner, just in case he's pointing a gun this way. That's it. Now, hold it right there. Now, I got a few questions, and you're going to give me some answers. You see? Because I got nothing to lose. You got all that oil company's money to think about. Well, Walt didn't know about the bid from the oil company. He just got the rotten end of the deal. But you knew. You were the mailboy. Always taking letters into town. I never yeah. saw you bring any back. But I didn't kill him. I didn't have any reason to. What were you doing out here that night, Jimmy? You didn't come to warn the old man like you told the police. You had no idea we were even around. All of that talk about hearing us planning to kill him was a lie, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yes. You better tell me now the real reason for you showing up. You got five seconds. We were going to transfer the gas, that's all. What gas? In the storage tank. When I saw the fire, I tried to wake up Walt, but it was too late. You knew it was going to blow, so you didn't get too close. I wondered why you didn't go up with it. You mean the old man knew there was gas here all the time? No, nobody knew. You knew? Yes. And who else? Stand up straight. I wouldn't want to get hit by a stray bullet. You can come out now, friend. Scott, don't shoot! Uh, uh, we were storing the gas here and selling it on black market. I, I didn't want Walt to die. He was my, my friend. He... You just killed your partner, friend. I'll kill you, too! Hold on! Maybe we can make a deal. No deal! No one suspects me. With you out of the way, no one ever will. What happened here? Well, that's your killer. I think I got him. He went nuts, I guess. He, he just started shooting. Shot Jimmy in the back. He's over there, too. Mm. You wouldn't mind coming down to headquarters and filling out a few forms. Legal procedure, you know. Oh, yeah, sure, I understand. Oh, my God, I love you. I love you. I, uh, I don't see why we can't do it right here. Just a couple of questions. Your name? Scott Garver. Age? 44. 
Uh, occupation? I drive a fuel rig. Employer? I work for the oil company. Each year, when the editors of Motor Trend magazine announce their choice of car of the year, people listen and take notice. Motor Trend's car of the year for 1974 has just been announced. The all-new Ford Mustang II. It's small and economical with an easy-on-gas four-cylinder engine, which makes it right for today. But sensible size and economy are only the beginning. Motor Trend calls it, quote, an outstanding concept of affordable luxury and prestige in a small package, end quote. Mustang II, the all-new small car with unheard-of luxury, comfort, and elegance at an unheard-of $2,895 base sticker price, not including dealer prep, destination charges, title fees, or taxes. Luxurious little Ford Mustang II, Motor Trend's choice as car of the year in four exciting models at your local Ford dealer now. I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes. Exercise your imagination. And join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour. A shortage story is an original radio drama by Kim Weiskopf. Jackie Cooper was heard as Dick Seary. Featured in the cast were Ann Whitfield, Carl Swenson, Jerry Hausner, Alan Bertman, and Jock Denbo. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Colas, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System.